Good afternoon. I just want to welcome everybody to the show. Uh, Testigo de la Luz, a witness of his light. Uh, I'm glad that you were able to tune in with us today and listen to the message that God has given me for you today. And I just want to welcome you. Thank you for being faithful and, uh, listening to this podcast. Uh, helps us know that we are making a difference for Jesus Christ and that we're you know, reaching homes one home at a time throughout the world. So, to God be the glory. We want to begin today with the word, God's word, Mark 5, Mark chapter 5, verse 21. And I read, Now when Jesus had crossed over again to the boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet, and he begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and she will live. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Now a certain woman had a, an issue of a flow of blood for twelve years, and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had, and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. So she said, If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt her body that she was healed in of her affliction. Immediately Jesus, knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said, you see the multitude thronging you, and you say, who touched me? He said, he looked around to see who had done this thing. But behold, the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed in of your affliction. While he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue, Jerry's house, who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not be afraid, but only believe. And he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue inside tumult, and those who wept and wailed loudly. When he came in, he said to them, Why make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him and entered where the child was lying. Then he took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha kumi, which is translated, Little girl, I say to you, arise. Immediately the little girl arose and walked, for she was twelve years of age, and they were overcome with great amendment. But he commanded them strictly that no one should know of it and that something should be given to her to eat. So, brothers and sisters out there, people of that are tuning in today, I just want to share a couple of things that God shared with me concerning that scripture. Okay, it all began. Why? Because Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, the Son of God, the Messiah, was sent to this world. And the Bible says that all he did was go around doing good. 
There was nobody that he didn't cure. Okay, so he was our healer. He was our deliverer. People that were oppressed of the devil, thoughts, uh, things of that nature. They came to Jesus and demons came out, healing, supernatural healing. People that were dead were rise from the dead, just like Jerry's daughter. So the word of Jesus Christ spread like wildfire throughout Egypt. That I mean, throughout Israel, excuse me. And Jairus was a leader of the synagogue, which means it was the church of that time. He was the head of that church at that time or one of the leaders. So he he went against what his religious religious uh, people thought that the Messiah had not come and that Jesus was not the Messiah. But he believed he believed that Jesus was because of all the all the uh, miracles and signs and signs and wonders that followed him. And the same thing with uh, the woman with the issue of blood. She had heard about Jesus. So the first thing is hearing about Jesus, just like you're doing right now. You're hearing me talk about this man named Jesus Christ of Nazareth, right? Who is the savior of this world, who is the Lord of my life, who is the Lord of many lives, right? And so I'm telling you about that. Now, what happened when they heard, when they heard about Jesus. When they heard about Jesus, right, there was a stirring, there was a pulling, there was a drawing in their heart, right? Because the Bible says, if you lift up the name of Jesus, he will draw all men and women unto him. So there was a a, a pulling, a drawing, and there was something that stirred up within them that the lady with the issue of blood said, if I can just touch the hem of his clothes, I'm be made well. And she believed it. She said it to herself. And Jairus, which was the leader of the synagogue, said the same thing. My daughter's dying. I've done everything. They both had done everything they could. The lady spent everything she could and all the doctors in the world. Everything that the world had to offer. Everything that the world has to offer. She spent it all and grew worse. Right? So she said within herself, if only I can touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made well. So they heard the word, there was a drawing, a uh, a spurning, or a birth of faith, right? A a birth of faith within him that said, if I just can just get to Jesus, I I will be made whole. She will be made whole. She will come back to life if I can only get to Jesus. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it's the same today. Are you feeling that stirring, that drawing, that uh, word from God that's coming into your heart right now. Stay tuned, listen, and continue li- to to listen because we're gonna finish at the end. We're gonna become the children of God, and we're gonna we're gonna obey God through His Holy Spirit because He's drawing you right now. So they heard the word of God. There was a stirring, drawing in them, and then they acted. They took action. They didn't just sit around the couch, sit around the house, moaning and groaning talking about everything they spent, everything they had done. If only God had, you know, if only God would do something. They got up off the couch and they went where they heard Jesus was going to be. And Jairus got there first. And he told them, Master, if you could only just come to my house, my little girl is ill. If you touch her, she's dying. If you touch her, she will make whole. So he told Jesus specifically what he needed. He needed Jesus to come and perform a miracle and bring his daughter back to health, back to life. So Jesus said, 
hey, lead the way, I follow. So as he was going, the crowds, they were just following Jesus, right? Following Jesus, a big crowd. All of a sudden, man, this the woman who had birthed that, if I could only touch the, the hem of his garment, I still may be made well. She ran in there through the crowd. I'm sure she was going in between people. She didn't care. She had spent her entire wealth on doctors and she was dying and nothing could cure her. And when she touched the hem of his garment, boom, she felt power come out and dry up that bleeding. And she was made whole and she knew she was made whole. But Jesus turned around and said, who touched me? Because he knew who had, had, who had touched him and who had gotten healed. And she confessed to him it was her and that she has said, you know, if, if if to herself that if only I could just touch the hem of his garment, I me I will be made whole. So who was it that told her she would be made whole? We find that answer in what Jesus said, "Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction." So her faith talked to her. Is your faith talking to you right now, saying, come to Jesus? You know that he's the Lord and Savior of our lives. You know that you're going in the wrong direction. Your life is upside down. You need a miracle. You need Jesus in your life. You need. You just need You, you need a turning around. You need a miracle, a healing, whatever it is. Uh, he has the answer. Jesus is the answer. The same thing with Jairus. Imagine how Jairus felt. When he had already got to Jesus and Jesus was coming and imagine how fast he was walking because he knows his daughter's dying. And I, I can imagine that his heart was beating out of his chest. Uh, he was hopeful. He was, uh, you know, if I could just get Jesus there. Well, anyway, this whole conversation happens. The lady has made well. Jerry is standing there, probably his heart beating out of his chest, right? Because he needs Jesus to get to his house. His daughter is dying. So when the lady is healed and all this conversation happens, somebody shows up from his house and says, hey, Jarius, do not bother the teacher for your daughter is dead. Okay? Is your is your dream dead? Is your daughter dead? Is your son dead? Is your hope dead? Is your faith dead? What's dead? What's your issue? She had an issue of blood. And his dream died. Her, his future, his daughter died. That means he would never have a son-in-law. He would never have grandkids. I mean, it would be the whole, his whole future would be stolen from him. And we know who it is. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He's got his fingerprints all over everything that's going on. The sickness, the death, everything. We're going to put the blame where the blame belongs. That's Satan, the god of this world. The one that keeps trying to put people in your life to do drugs, to break the law, to go to prison, to, to be ungrateful, to curse God. Remember the friends of Job that would say, man, you did something bad because look at your condition. Why don't you just curse God and die? That's what his friends and his wife told him, but he refused to say that. Anyway, so here he is and they come and they tell him, your daughter's dead. Imagine what he felt like. Imagine. I can only imagine. My, when I was told that my son died, it was unbearable. I'm, gonna, I'm telling you right now, it was unbearable. It was like my heart had been torn out of me alive. But yet he stood there with a little bit of hope, I bet. 
saying it's not over till it's over, man, till Jesus says it's over. I wonder if that's what he said. I can only imagine that's what he said, because that's the only way that you could keep your cool in such a situation as he did. So Jesus said, do not fear, but only believe. So they continued on with the apostles and him. And when they got there, they went into the house and there was a whole bunch of people wailing and crying and make a whole bunch of noise. And then he said to them, why are you wailing and crying? She's sleeping. And they laughed him to scorn. They went from crying to laughing. Imagine that. Okay. From crying to, to laughing. So he kicked everybody out. All those people that don't have faith, kick them out of your life. If they don't believe in Jesus Christ and his power to heal, his power to save, his power to conduct miracles, to, to bring the dead to life, you don't need them around. You don't need naysayers. So he kicks them out. He brings the mom. He brings the dad and the three apostles. And he tells the little girl to get up and rise. And what happened? Boom. She rose. She rose from the dead. She was alive. What do you think those parents felt? What do you think the apostles felt? Oh my God, to see Jesus Christ bring somebody from the dead and present him to the parents. What a miracle. What a what a good God we serve, man. And I'm here to tell you that it was a hallelujah day in that house, man. They were celebrating for Jesus. They were celebrating that the miracle worker was here, that he was doing his work. He was he was doing the work of the Father. He was bringing life to, instead of death, he brought life. He's come to give us life and life in abundance. He's come to give us eternal life, not eternal death that you can find in this world if you're found without Jesus Christ when you die, right? So here we got, we got Jesus Christ, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, okay? What is the Alpha and the Omega? You say the beginning and the end. The beginning and the end of what? The Alpha and the Omega is the, the first letter of the Greek alphabet and the last letter, last letter of the Greek alphabet. So in the American alphabet, it would be A through Z. He would be the A and Z. He's the A and Z. He's the Alpha, the Omega. So what I'm here to tell you is that Jesus said, if your name starts with A and it, uh, or Z, it doesn't matter. You can find your miracle right here, right now, because he is the Alpha and the Omega, the, be the beginning and the end. From the day that you were conceived, the day that you were born, Till the day you die, he is the Lord and Savior of everybody's life. You just have to accept him as your personal Savior. Okay? So I'm, I'm here to tell you that it's not too late. I was speaking with a friend of mine who said his dad feels like it's too late. He's done so much wrong that he can't, can't accept it. Or he, he doesn't believe that Jesus would forgive him. But I'm here to tell you, if you got breath right now to, to, to repent, to tell God that you're sorry, and to accept him, he's willing to forget and forgive everything that you've ever done. Look at Paul from Paul the Apostle who was a murderer, who uh, murdered Christians for their for Jesus' name. And he forgave him and made, made him a, an apostle born out of time who wrote most of the New Testament. So if he can forgive them, he can forgive you for whatever you have done. There's no sin bigger than the grace of God bigger than the forgiveness of God. He is here to forgive you. If you just listen, he's waiting to receive you with open arms, to love you, to hold you. You might have never had a mom and a dad to tell you, I love you. And you might have been through your whole life on your own 
with cold people, giving you the cold shoulder, not accepted, rejected, uh, you know, and I, I'm here to tell you, I'm one of those people. I was rejected by my mom, given to my grandparents, and I was raised by my grandparents. And to this day, my mother rejects me. But you know what? God's word says that when your mom and dad forsake you, he will be your mom and dad. He will be your parents. So I am telling you right now to, to, to stay tuned, to pray this prayer with us, to make right, to make your life right in front of God, in front of everybody right now. Now, he also said, what is your issue? Once you become a son of God, you can come to God and you can come to Jesus and you can ask him for whatever whatever issue you have, bring it before him, lay it at the, cro- lay it at the foot of the cross, cover it with the blood of Jesus, right? Repent and he shall forgive you. He shall take your issue and turn it around into a blessing. He would take the things that were meant to harm you to bless you. Okay, so I'm here to tell you, do you have that faith? Is that faith in you? Is it telling you, hey, man, you need to accept Jesus Christ right now. Your heart's pound, your heart is pounding. You're, you're feeling like, hey, this is this is the hope that that I have that, that I've been waiting for my whole life. This is what I've been fighting against. But I'm just going to give into it right now. I'm going to have the faith to receive to quit fighting, to quit struggling, to quit living for this world, to quit living for myself, to let Jesus Christ be the Lord and Savior, to lead me to wherever he leads me. It doesn't matter. I just know that I'll be saved and I'll be God's child because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross for me. So he's the Alpha and the Omega, okay, the A through Z. So if your issue is A through Z, addiction, salvation, healing, miracle, freedom, uh, uh, reconciliation with your parents, with your wife, with your kids. It doesn't matter. Maybe your kids are out there lost on drugs, out of their mind, and you can't reach them, and you're you're finding yourself desperate. Maybe you're a Christian. You brought them up your whole life to be Christ-like, and all of a sudden they have forsaken the road of Christ. Do not fear, but only believe is what Jesus said. Only believe. We all come to that age of accountability, and we have to make that decision for ourselves. But his word says that salvation is from generation to generation. He is faithful. He is faithful. Only do not fear, but believe. Believe that he will do it. Maybe you might not see it in your lifetime, right? But you, it will happen. It will come to pass. God has spoken it, and God, it's done. Okay? And I'm going to tell you my testimony. My son died. He was 29 years old. It broke my heart. I was, I was, I was, I was broke. But Jesus Christ, he raised me up and he said, do not fear, but only believe. Don't think on the things that the devil brings to your mind, the bad things, the hard things. Don't let him condemn you. Romans 8, 1, there is therefore no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Okay. Only think of those things that are pure, those things that are good, those things that, that, that bring you joy. Think on those things like God's word, his promises of eternal salvation. You know, he said, it's better. Fear not the one that can destroy the body, but fear the one that can destroy the body and the soul. And Willie, my son, knew Jesus Christ. And there's going to come a day when we come together, we celebrate and we rejoice at the feet of Jesus. And I will see him again. And I believe it. Till the day I die. And I want to share that with you. There was no issue. Uh, 
no matter what your name is, if it starts with an A and it goes all the way to Z, you're included in He's calling on you right now. You might say to yourself, why should I call upon God when all these bad things have happened to me? Well, let me tell you something that Jesus came to give us life, not death. Satan's fingerprint is to kill, steal, and destroy. Destroy your family, kill your kids, kill you, separate you from your kids, uh, steal your happiness, steal your joy, steal your faith. That's what he does. That's why God said, Set your face like a flint. Do not be movable, but immovable. Okay, so here's the moment of truth. If you feel like faith is talking to you, if the Holy Spirit is is tugging at your heart right now, telling you, hey man, don't let this moment by. Don't let it pass. Do what, what Brother Rick is saying right now. You know what? When my son died, he didn't know he was going to die. He was 29 years old. Died at 4.30 in the morning, Colorado time. Uh, that was the day that I, I, I would wake up at 5.30 and shower. So when he was dying, I was alive, but I didn't know he was dying. And he didn't know he was going to die. I didn't know he was going to die. I don't care how old you are. You might be 99. You might be 29. You might be 19, but you got to pray. You got to pray this prayer and be the son of God today. So if you die, you go to heaven and you spend eternity with Christ, right? And if you're saved and you're, you got that loved one who is rebellious, who's lost, who's walking the ways of this world and he's rejected the things of God, the thing that you taught him. Don't worry about it. God said he will, he will change him. He will save him. Just believe. Fear not. Only believe. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to invite you to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Just pray this prayer with me out loud and receive Him today as your Lord and Savior. Let's start. I'll give it a little couple minutes, a uh, couple seconds to pull over, and been, so you're safe, so you don't get in a car accident. So you can pray this prayer. Say this prayer with with me right now. Lord Jesus, I come before you right now as a sinner following the ways of this world, following the God of this world, Satan, and following my ways, which are the wrong ways. And I, I, I finally realized that I'm going the wrong way, and I want to turn around, I want to give my life to you. I want you, Jesus, to be the Lord and Savior of my life. You died on Calvary's cross and shed your blood so that I might be saved. And I pray that prayer right now. Lord, come into my heart. Forgive me. I repent of all my sins. Come into my heart. Save me. Holy Spirit, guide me for the rest of my life. Heavenly Father, hold me in the palm of your hand. Don't let nobody pull, pluck me out of your hand from this day forth. Satan, I'm done serving you. Jesus, I am start serving you from this day on forward. Forever and ever and ever, I love you. Don't let me fall to the wayside. Keep me faithful to you and your promises. Uh, and I receive you today as my Lord and save you. I hold my hand forever. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray this prayer. Amen. I just want to thank you. If you prayed that prayer, I want to welcome you home. The Bible says that heaven rejoices when a, when a sinner repents. You might say, I'm not a sinner, but the Bible says if you break one law, you're guilty of all. So maybe you didn't murder anybody, but you're not, you're not perfect. God said no one was perfect, but God. So I hope you prayed that prayer. Now, for those individuals 
Please get something to write with. For those individuals that might feel like they need deliverance. And when I'm talking about deliverance, I'm talking about maybe demonic oppression, demonic possession, demonic anything. If you feel like you hear voices, you see spirits, uh, you hear voices telling you to kill yourself, uh, spirit of suicide, spirit of murder, spirit, spirit of anger, any of those things. And you know that it's not you because God says that he made you perfect, fearfully and wonderfully made. Okay, so if you feel like that's you, you need a little more prayer. You need a one-on-one with somebody that could help you. I want you to jot down my email, r.lopez14 at sbcglobal.net, r.lopez14 at sbcglobal.net. Okay, I'm going to say it one more time, r.lopez14 at sbcglobal.net. Please shoot me an email. Uh, We could probably... uh, so I can I can help you with that deliverance process uh, to get you back on the road where you need to be back on the on the right road, demon free, demonic press free. We'll do it all. I can't I can't do anything, but God will do it for you because He is our deliverer. What He what He said to one man, He'll do for another. If He delivered the the demon possessed person in the Bible, He'll deliver you. If you've come and prayed that prayer, I rejoice with you. I welcome you, my brothers and sisters. If you're locked up behind prison bars, you could do so much for the Lord. You can witness. You can pray for your family. You can pray. You can you can pray for your family. You could be an example to 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 your family about the miracle working power of Jesus Christ. Don't give up. Don't give up. You have so much to live for. I don't care what the judge says. I don't care what this world says. I don't care what anybody says. You have so much to live for. Uh, Please, uh, I hope you prayed that prayer today. I welcome you. And once again, I'm thankful that you listened in. And I pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, I pray for every listener right now, Lord, that you tug them, that you draw them. Lord, that maybe even if they didn't pray that today, that you would continue to put people in their lives uh, to, to, to lead them into their prayer so they know that you are calling for them. You're calling them to come to be into your kingdom. Some of them might think that they're not worthy, but they're worthy because you died for them. You paid for their, their ultimate price to come into heaven with your precious blood, Lord. And I want to pray for those people that you would put other people, Lord, in their past to confirm this word right now in their lives, Lord. And I come against the spirit of suicide, the spirit of murder. I bind them right now. I bind them by the blood of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we release life and life in abundance right now, Lord. We release We release life and we bind death right now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, you said that you have not come because you, it's not that you can't, but you don't want any to, to, 